0: So please uh, please take a seat. Uh, this afternoon we are very close. Uh, we, we try a, a new setting actually because tonight we want to do a Holy Spirit evening with the young generation. We thought what would happen if we change the setting a little bit and we are much closer. Now now if you're not if you're listening, if you're not writing, taking notes, I can see it. I'm, I'm not sure if this is good. And, and we are very, very close actually. We try this setting just for the day and then... Uh, we get some feedbacks and everything. I hope you're doing very well. This was actually a very crazy week for us Swiss people. If you, if you are from China, uh, for you, uh, this is you know, like normal, but for us we are in a very, very crazy season in terms of the sickness. And this week I had to pick up my mom from the hospital. She's 85 years young, not old, she's young. And I was so glad because she had an operation and I was so glad for all the hospitals, for all the doctors, for all the nurses we have in Switzerland. And let's give those people a big hand because they're doing (laughs) awesome in our nations, I I tell you. So glad about the hospitals. Uh, I I prepared a message around uh, three weeks ago and the title is How to Face Challenges. And I'm not sure about you, but sometimes in my life, I face some challenges in our church, of course, with my wife as well, with my kids anyhow. But I believe challenges is always a good stage to grow with God because there's always opportunities and possibilities. And if you are a worship leader or you are very close in the worship ministry, there's one story in the Bible well, often is used for worship, why worship is important, why praise is important, why praying to God is important, is the story of King Joseph. Because he faced an amazing war. And let's go into the 2nd Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 1 to verse 3. And this is also on the big screen. The screen hasn't changed at all. It's still gigantic, big, and very sharp. After this, the Amorites of the Moabites And Ammonites and some of the Menobites declared war on Josaphat. But Josaphat was terrified by this news. Can you imagine? All of a sudden, in your life, it's like an obstacle, a challenge. You say, oh my gosh, this is so big, it's so massive. And when you're looking up, you don't see any solution anymore. Sometimes in life, you can see your challenge around the horizon. But sometimes comes out of the blue, right? And it's very noisy, right? Sometimes our challenges are very noisy, very big, and very terrifying. Here is the point number one. Focus on God and never, never, never on the problem. Focus on God and never, never, never on the problem. Verse three. Joseph was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for Guidance. Now I can hear like, (sighs) finally, right? This is very noisy. Sometimes our challenges or obstacles are very noisy, very loud, very ugly, and Joseph had he seeked guidance for God. You know why this is important? Because sometimes when we face a challenge, we just see the impossible. We have no clue anymore. How can I solve that issue? But Joseph, he focused, he seeked for the guidance of God, if you're facing right now a challenge, a obstacles in your life, do everything in your power to seek God. Why is that so? Because sometimes we are very, very good when you, if you're going to a small group, we are very, very good to explain to small group, hey, small group, I go into a rough season. And my challenges are bigger than your challenges. You have no clue what I'm going through. And it feels really red. It feels very heavy. And I feel like a victim. You know why, church? You know why, small group? Because last week I helped the old lady crossing the street. I'm very, very generous. And I don't understand why in the same week my husband turns crazy. Or you say, oh, I gave so much money into the local church. You know, I'm a very big giver. I'm very generous. But in the same week, I faced like moping in my company. And I don't understand why, why I'm going through those things. Have you ever felt those conversations in your small groups? Where people are complaining, like Italians do? Have you ever, Italians people, oh, mi amace? Oh, amace? Like, We're very good in complaining, explaining how big it, it is. And here's the point. It needs a little bit like energy to focus to God again. Because sometimes when we think, Oh, God has no clue what I'm going through. Do you really think that God is blind? Do we really think that God is deaf? Do you really think God has no heart anymore? God is not saying, oh my gosh, I haven't seen this coming. This is even for us in heaven, Like, like we are surprised. Oh, I have to set up a task force team in heaven with my angels and we are so overwhelmed. I'm not sure if I can help you. This is something what we believe after a while. God is not in the power to help us anymore, right? That's why focus on God Almighty. And here's some words what happens if you're not seeking the Lord. The problem seems bigger and bigger to us. It becomes more and more unsolvable. Even though if you're an American, even for Americans right now here, it's impossible. Sorry, it's not only a Swiss attitude. Our imagination inflates the problem. God becomes smaller and smaller and I think that's not a good idea. That's not a good position for God, right? We bow down to the problem instead of Jesus. If you're not able to stay anymore, then kneel down and pray. If you're not able to stand anymore, kneel down and pray. The problem is And no longer Jesus determines me. That means Jesus gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And our challenges, our obstacles getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Point number one, seek God. Turn around and understand that God hasn't changed at all. Aren't you happy about it? God is still the same. Point number two, remember the greatness of God. And he's saying in verse 6, And you have to understand, he's praying according to his situation he faces right now. He's praying, O Lord, God, our ancestors, you are the God who is in heaven. You are a ruler of the kingdoms on earth earth. He's saying some kingdoms are approaching me and those kingdoms big. It can be a sickness. It can be a loss. You're still single. Your dog is not doing good and smooth. I don't know what you're going through but this has always a name. Your situation has a name. He's saying even though the kingdom might be strong but God you are stronger. You rule over all the kingdoms. That means He puts him back to a position where he understands God is always bigger than every circumstances. Don't ever tell God how big your problems are. Tell your problems how big God is. This is our statement. We know and we know and we know. Why is in the Old Testament always so impossible? God said, when you... Conquer a giant, or you face the giant, or you kill the giant, or when you experience signs, miracle, God so often said in the Old Testament, build an altar. Why building an altar? You know why? Because very fast we forgot the goodness what God has already done in my life. When you're facing a challenge, that's the moment that oh, I build an altar. There can be maybe for some people you make a tattoo. It's like a modern altar, it's, it's here Jesus saves. I don't know what you need, but just saying, write down all the miracles that God has performed in your life already. Write it down, write it down for those moments you're facing a giant, write it down for those moments. You forget how good and strong God is. He's is almighty, he's all known, he's all present. God can do anything and everything because he's the king of all the kings. Let's give him a big shout of applause. You know why in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20, verse 12, we are powerless. Sometimes we face a situation and we feel, even though if you're tending ICF or you're tending a small group, we feel powerless. We feel hopeless because there's no way anymore with our own power and strength to change it. And that's why, that's the moment I will never forget how good and strong God is. I want to tell you a story. Uh, Three weeks ago, I was on vacation with my whole family. And I'm uh, those guys, I save cash money. When I go on vacation, I always have cash because cash, that's the real money. I'm not a twin guy or a MasterCard, I I love cash. Cash is the real money. Uh, Maybe only for two years, then cash is over, I don't know. But I saved some cash, 1,500 US dollars, took it with me, we went on vacation. We came to an amazing uh, Airbnb house. And unfortunately, the safe uh, was running out of a battery. And I said to my wife, we have to go buy some batteries, and uh, uh, in that time, the housekeeper was in the house. And I locked the door, and I put my money in, in my bag, an amazing bag. We came back after three hours, and I, I was looking for my T-shirt, and even my black T-shirt was not there anymore. I said, what, what, what's, where's my T-shirt? And then so my bag was open. When I looked in my purse, I saw the $1,500 were gone. Someone has stolen all the money. And I knew immediately it was the, the housekeeper. This was no question because all the doors and everything, I knew it immediately. And I phoned the, the guy and said, what should I do? He said, yeah, go to the police. But go to the police in, the, in the Indonesia. Going to the police in Indonesia means forget it. It's not Switzerland. It's not Germany. It's Indonesia. It's Sorry, makes no sense. And I felt so angry. Can you imagine you start your vacation, somebody has stolen your money. It's not like, wow, come on, let's do vacation. And I prayed, God, stealing is an attitude from the devil. And I will not accept stealing in my family. That's right. The devil came to steal, to rob, to destroy. I said, devil, you picked the wrong guy. Point number one, I'm a pastor. Point number two, I'm anointed. Point number three, you're flipping stupid. And I will never accept stealing in my life. Giving, it's free. Stealing, it's not an attitude. And here's the story. I want to teach you something. Many, many years ago, I was stolen in my house. We had also like a bookie and now a cleaning team. And they have stolen money as well, like 600 euros. And I will never forget, I had the same situation. Many, many years ago, when our cleaning team has stolen the money from us, I prayed the same prayer. I said, devil, you're stupid. You robbed a pastor. Second, I'm anointed. First, I will not accept it. And I prayed to God, give me that money, multiplication-wise, 10 times or 20 times back. I prayed that prayer. Here is the story. I could not do anything to get the money back. When Joseph felt weak, he saw no solution. That's the moment you speak and you proclaim the name of God over his situation. He's the only one who is able. He can do everything. It's a God Almighty, I need a miracle. I need a money miracle because money is stolen from my house. That Sunday evening we went to France and we stopped in Geneva because a good friend of mine lives in Geneva. And a woman from Australia comes into the house and says, what are you doing here, Leo? I said, we're on the way to vacation. He said, it's crazy. Yesterday the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I shall take money from the bank and give it to you. And she gave me a big, large envelope. See, that's the money from God for you. And she was there and I was not in the mood to open it in front of her. I when is she going? And after three hours, listen to me, I opened the envelope and there were 8,000 euros in the envelope. The devil has stolen 600 euros, but the return was 8,000 euros. And now is the thing, this happened many, many years ago. Build an altar. Don't ever forget the miracles that God has performed in your life. Because the moment when I was robbed again, I remember like Joseph's. God is the God, same, the, still the same. He can do anything. And I prayed the same prayer again. God, I'm robbed with money, but I will not tolerate it. Make, do a miracle. You know what happened the next day? Nothing. And when nothing happens, keep believing. Keep believing. Keep proclaiming the goodness of God. Even if you pray at once and you not get healed, please believing. Stop believing. Don't ever give up. Now, when you're going to a war, you have always some certain flags. And here are some flags with some names of God, please team, come. Now they're wrong, like Swiss people, they're always fast. When you're going to a war, you have some banners, right? Like one could be Yahweh here, God is my provider. Another Yahweh can be Yahweh Shalom, God is my peace. Or El Elyon, God is the most high, or Yahweh Raphael, the Lord is my healer. Here's the thing, you're going to a season in your life, and new challenge as a name but for every challenge, for every obstacle, God has a name too. And just think what kind of a name will fit your challenge. And here on the LED screen, we have some names. And I wanna ask you for the next minute, just think for a moment, which name is the name you need right now? And then we will ask God with His name to perform a miracle. When you're going to a war, which name is very important for you? For me it's the Jachbizikinu, that means God is my righteousness. When when, the, when they stole money from me, say said, God, you're my righteousness. You will fight for me. You can do so many things. I, and I'll proclaim God's names in, in my vacation. So for the next minute, wherever you are, I want to ask you for a minute, to think for a moment which name fits for your obstacles, for your challenges, and then I want to go on in the message. We want to be very practical this afternoon because I believe a breakthrough is around the corner. Thanks, team. One minute. Take your smartphone out. Now, here's a very important lesson because when you're facing a, a obstacles or a challenge, just pick your name of God and you know God is able and God can and God will and God is really not at the limit. When I was robbed with $1,500 in, in my vacation, I proclaimed, Yahweh, you are my righteousness. And as I told you, I remembered many, many years ago God performed the miracles I get 8,000 euros back. A week later, my wife, God often uses my wife, and I don't know why. (laughs) Is anyone who can relate? I think God loves women more. Otherwise, I don't get it. My wife, she asked me, have you ever considered to ask your insurance company about the money they have stolen to you. I said, honey, this is a Swiss insurance company. I don't have anything. It's just cash. She said, why, why, why not give a try? I said, no, I, I'm, I'm a man. She took the phone and she phoned our insurance, Swiss insurance company said, someone has stolen 1,500 US dollars from our pocket. And they said, Do you have anything from the bank? She said, No, we just collected the money. And they said, Okay, we will pay it back. <laughs> if, you're, if you're living in Switzerland, that's impossible. And really, I, when I came home, the money was in the bank account. But here's the thing when the, when the is Insurance company gives you the money back. There's always 200 Swiss francs you have to pay by yourself. I only get 1,300. And I was a little bit upset. I said, God, God, I'm, I'm thankful, but it's not 1,500 dollars. There's still 200 Swiss francs missing. I don't want to be picky, but I want to be right. Because you, when you are asking me something, just, sorry, 200 Swiss francs is missing. And I said to God, God, the miracle is not done yet. 200 Swiss francs is missing. I don't want to be picky, I want to be right. No joke, the next day someone, it's maybe you, put in my um, mailbox, an envelope with 200 Swiss francs. And I'm here to tell you, for every obstacle, for every miracle you need, God has a name. And even if it's impossible for you, you're on the right position, I'm weak, But I depend on my God. He is able and he can do. Let's give God a big shout of applause. He is really, really, really able. So in um, verse 15 and 17, this is what the Lord says, do not be afraid. If you're going to rough season, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged by the mighty army for the battle is not yours but God's. But you will not even need to fight Take your positions here, take your positions. Take my position means I'm not running away, I'm not giving up, I'm not doubting, I'm not struggling. I stand and I know God has a name, many, many names and God is and can and is able. And then watch the Lord's victory. When they stolen me money, I watched and I have seen God's victory in my personal journey. And now comes an amazing point. Thanks God in advance for the miracle. This is a crazy story. First, remember that God is good. And then God said, I have a very unique way how you will find and win the battle. In verse 21, but after counseling the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army. Can you imagine? Kings are approaching you and you say, hey, we sit, send in front of us the worshipers. They were there playing the guitar, the flute and everything, sing Kumbaya, my Lord, Kumbaya, Kumbaya, my Lord, Kumbaya. Is this the way how you fight a battle? Question? That doesn't make sense, but he said, send the worship leader in front. Why is worship always a key for every spiritual warfare you're going through? You know why? Because when i lifting up my arms and my hands, i saying to God, I am weak, I cannot do it, but I trust that you are and you are able and you can do it and all the miracles belongs to you. This is the position. If you're sick, you're running out of money, whatever you're going through, when you're lifting up your hands in the unseen world, here's the point. If you mention the name of Jesus Christ, it's maybe for your working colleague a joke. If you want to know how powerful the name of Jesus is, then kick out a demon in a person. If you say, in the name of ICF Zurich, demon (laughs) leave. The demon will laugh at you if you say in the name of Jesus Christ, demon, I command you. Demons are screaming. The devils start to shout because they hate the powerful name of Jesus Christ. And often we think it's just an amazing name. It's the most powerful name, the biggest name we believe. That means when I lift up my hands, I sing and proclaim the name of Jesus in the seen and in the unseen world. And the second thing, they dressed with the most beautiful clothes. How you fight your battles? Complaining, mourning, or with the most beautiful clothes and say, Devil, I come against you, and I know I'm righteous, I'm close with forgiveness, and I carry the Christ Jesus in me, That's the way how we fight our battles. I have written down a a quote. I'm not sure if this is from me or maybe from me. Thanking God after He given something is called gratitude. Thanking God before he has done something is called faith. It's not the same thing. It's an amazing quote. If if you need new uh, Instagram followers or likes, this is actually, oh my gosh. Write down at Leo. <laughs> that means, here's the difference. After, it's easy to praise God, right? But if you haven't seen the miracle right now and you start praising God, means I trust and I believe that God is able. So I wanna ask my worship band to play the song, Speak the Name, and after that, you have in your mind the name of God, and after that song, we will stand up together, And then we will scream and shout the name of Jesus Christ. And we want to see that your giants will fall down. We want to see that you win your wars. I want to see when you're going home, you can see a breakthrough is around the corner. And God is able to do more than I always can imagine. Then speak the name of Jesus will lead us in the last point in the message this afternoon.
1: atmosphere is changing nothing stays the same heaven is waiting for the mention of the name spirit is moving burning like a flame healing the broken by the one we proclaim raise it up and fill the sky chains will fall and mountains move we lift him high speak the
0: Song, Speak the name of Jesus. Come on thanks. Let's give our amazing team a big hand. Thanks. Speak the name of Jesus. You wrote down uh, right this afternoon a name for every situation, for every challenge God has a name. and I want to ask you right on could you stand for a moment with me? And I want to lead you into a prayer right now. Maybe you are maybe new in the church, I don't know, but otherwise, I believe if you proclaim the name of Jesus Christ right now over a situation, a miracle will take place. I want to read this verse to you. God turns our battles into victories as they begin to sing and praise. And this is what we will do right now. I want to sing and praise right now together because I believe when we lift up the name of Christ, God has a name for your situation, and you lift up that name, that God is your provider, or God is your healer. I believe right now, healing will take place. If you want, can you lift your hands for a moment? That's not, this is not a charismatic thing, this is more like an attitude of saying, we're facing some challenges, some issues in our lives, but God has for every situation a name. Wherever you stand, just speak that name right now over your situation. Can you do that? Can you do that? Just speak the name of God Yahweh Yireh or Yahweh Shalom, Yahweh Nisi, whatever name it is. Speak it out wherever you are in the seen and the unseen world, church. Speak it out. Thank you, Father God, you are able. I'm not in the position to perform a miracle, but you can do, and you will do. You are amazing. You are almighty, you are all presence and all know Speak that name of God right now our own situation. That's how they fight their battle. With praise and worship, they approached their enemies. Approach their enemies. Praise and worship leads the way. Praise and worship leads the way. And as they began to sing and praise the brushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and the Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. And that's always the moment when you enemy. Maybe you're here and you say, my life is a mess. Or I'm facing some trials in my life. I feel like a victim in my life. I feel like stumbling, falling down. I lost certain things. I'm right now here to tell you, in the name of Jesus Christ, there is not only forgiveness, There is always restoration and God can lift you up. God turns every mess into a message. Every test into a testimony. And every trial into a triumph. And every setback in a comeback. And every stumbling stone into a stepping stone right now that some people you're facing a challenge and it's here's the word it's impossible with your own abilities with your own strength with your own knowledge you cannot perform that miracle anymore but we serve a miracle working god and he is here right now in the midst and where jesus is there is forgiveness and there is healing and there is peace and clear vision Jesus we really want to ask you in all the fights and all the battles we are facing right now your name is stronger you are the God who sees the God who feels and recognizes and when we sing to that name of Jesus Christ no giant can be against us Because in one word Jesus is enough to set us free.